went to great lengths. He is pure evil, but you'd never know it by looking at him. But when you hear him, that's another story. His killing field was Milwaukee, and he got away with murder for more than a decade. But how could any of this happen? Welcome back to Dory's Dark Corner. Let me tell you about my friend Jeffrey Dahmer, who was six foot one with the IQ of 144. In 1968, two years after he moved to Ohio, he was molested by his neighbor in Royal Bath Township in Ohio. Although it was unreported, it would be thought of as a crucial part of his following crimes. In 1970s, around the age of 10, Dahmer started messing around and experimenting with animals. In June 1978, Dahmer graduated from more than just high school. He advanced from morbid experiments to murder. After the divorce of his parents, he was left by himself, leading Dahmer to his first victim, a hitchhiker by the name of Stephen Hicks. Hicks thought he was just joining Dahmer for some drinks and laughs. Upon Hicks' attempt to leave, Dahmer crushed his skull with a barbell, strangled him to death. After Hicks was strangled to death, he was dismembered and his corpse was buried. I always knew that, that it was wrong, but uh, after the, the first, the first uh, killing was not planned, I was uh, coming back from the shopping mall back in 78. I had had uh, fantasies about picking up a, a hitchhiker and uh, taking him back to the house and uh, having complete control and dominance over him. Dahmer was shook back to the appearance of normality. He took a brief shot at college, then signed up for a six-year military service just to be discharged for heavy drinking around the two years of him being in the military. Some speculate that he was responsible for several murders in Germany, but there's no actual evidence of him doing it. In August 1982, after moving to live with his grandmother, he was arrested for indecent exposure at the Wisconsin State Fair. September 1986, two boys accused Dahmer of masturbating in public. He was ordered to one year suspended sentence with counseling. In September 1987, Dahmer murdered Stephen Tiomi, which he would later confess to in 1991. He didn't plan to kill Tiomi, he just wanted to drug him and spend the night with him. When he woke up, he had found Tiomi with broken ribs and beaten him to death with his fist, which sent him into a spiral again. In January 1988, Dahmer killed James Doxtater. March 24th, Richard Guerrero was killed. In September 1988, due to the smell of Jeffrey's experimentations, he had to move out of his grandmother's house. On September 26th, Dahmer persuaded a Loatian boy into his flat and fondled him, and then offered the boy cash for a nude modeling session. Police were called, and Dahmer was charged with sexual assault. On March 25, 1989, Dahmer slaughtered Anthony Sears. In May 1989, Dahmer got one more year, only to get out in 10 months just for the killings to kick right back up after he got out. June 1990, he killed Edward Smith. July 1990, Raymond Smith was killed, in no relation to Edward, the previous kill. September 1990, Ernest Miller and David Thomas were butchered. February 1991, Curtis Strotter was murdered. By this time, Dahmer thought about making zombies. Those zombies would be like little sex toys for whatever he wanted to do. I had uh, these obsessive uh, desires and, and uh, thoughts wanting to control them, to, uh, 
I don't know how to put it, uh, possess them permanently. And that's why you killed them. Right, right. Not because I was angry with them, not because I hated them, but because I wanted to keep them with me. And uh, as my obsession grew, uh, I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls and uh, skeletons. Voodoo being out of the question, he came up with different methods, drilling holes into their skulls, then placing caustic liquids into the wounds in effort to ruin their conscious will. May 16, 1991, Connor was, was spotted naked, dazed, and bleeding from head wounds. Neighbors reported his situ- Neighbors reported his horrible situation to Milwaukee police. Police questioned Dahmer, who said Conrick was his homosexual lover. Conrick spoke no English and was released back into Dahmer's custody, which led to his death. On June 30, 1991, Matt Turner was killed. On July 7, 1991, Jeremiah on July 7, 1991, Jeremiah Weinberger was murdered. July 15, 1991, Oliver Lacey was killed. July 19, 1991, Joseph Brannyhoff was killed. Dahmer added cannibalism into his lineup of raping, murdering, and dismemberment. He denied cannibalism as being a common practice. He also watched the 1973 Exorcist as part of his routine. July 22, 1991, Tracy Edwards was lucky enough to escape Dahmer's apartment. Edwards still had handcuffs dangling from one wrist. Edwards flagged down a police car and led them to Dahmer's Oxford apartment. At this apartment was where police found 11 pieces of victims in acid vats in a refrigerator. August 22nd, Dahmer was charged with 15 counts of murder. January 30th, 1992, Dahmer was found sane and responsible for his actions. The court imposed 15 life sentences in a row, making Dahmer in prison for 936 years. Dahmer refused protective custody despite all the multiple life threats. He was imprisoned at Columbia Correctional Institution in Portage, Wisconsin. July 3rd, 1994, another convict tried to slit his throat in a chapel in the prison. I guess he was trying to be sacrificed to the gods. Dahmer was left with minor scratches and didn't press charges. In Wisconsin today, Jeffrey Dahmer died. He was murdered in the prison where he was sent in 1991 for murdering 17 men and boys. In 1991, the revelation that he had eaten or otherwise defiled some of his victims revolted the nation. His death may not be as shocking. Here's ABC's Aaron Hayes. Jeffrey Dahmer met his death this morning while working as a janitor, cleaning a prison bathroom. Another inmate is suspected of beating him to death at this prison in Wisconsin. Authorities here say Dahmer died of massive head injuries. November 28, 1994, a few months later, he was cleaning the bathroom across from a gym. Christopher Scarver, another detail worker, came into the bathroom and smashed Dahmer's skull and instantly killing him. Um, what do you think makes Jeffrey Dahmer so fascinating and different from all the other people? Or killers, sorry. I think cannibals in general gross us out because it like violates a very finite rule that we all hold to be true across most, if not all societies is you don't friggin' eat people. Yeah. Anytime we come across a cannibal tribe, a cannibal serial killer or anything like that, we're, we're just 
zombies and vampires and werewolves were fascinated by the idea of humans eating other humans. And so when it happens in real life, they become these weird mythological people that don't really exist on, on the same plane as everybody else because who eats people? Jeffrey Dahmer eats people. True. Donner Party eats people. Don, they're super popular for eating people. And that's, you know, the whole werewolf thing. There's back in like the 1800s when they were doing like the witch trials and stuff. There were werewolf trials too because mm-hmm. people were eating people back then. And that's kind of where that all started. And so I just forever, people, people are fascinated by eating other people. Yeah. I had this thing in high school that I would say it's kind of, it's really dumb because it makes no sense. I'm like, it's not cannibalism if you fry it, but it still is. <laughs> but like, I just kind of said that as a dumb thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, my friends are like, Dorian, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, I know. I'm just, I don't, I don't know. It's funny to me. <laughs> So funny. There was a guy that uh, his foot got cut off, and he asked the doctors, could I have it? I want to try. I want to eat it. I don't think it was in America because the doctors gave it to him. And uh, he made fajitas out of it. Fajita? (laughs) Did you say fajitas? Yeah, I Uh, did. Fajitas. Fajitas? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I I was like, damn, if you're going to eat some people, like, make it punny. Yeah, right? (laughs) I still, that's still hilarious to me. And like, he ate it with his friends. They like ate his foot. Oh, no. I mean, I tried. (laughs) Wait, isn't it the same thing as eating like the placenta or something? I think I, I, and I think this is probably true. I've heard that people taste like, taste like, and have the texture of pork. We're really muscular creatures in general. And we're really stressed out all the time. So I feel like our meat is probably really gamey and really tough and probably not really that good. Hmm. Makes me not <laughs> want to eat pork. Stress, <laughs> stress, stress makes meat taste gross. So hmm. Maybe that's why I don't like eating meat that much. <laughs> probably. Yeah, the more stressed out the, the thing is before it is killed, the gamier the meat tastes, so it tastes gross. Hmm. It tastes like pennies. If you torture somebody, then it's going to taste real, real gross. <laughs> real gross. Probably inedible. Probably. Ugh. I mean, all people are inedible. You don't eat people. <laughs> so what you're telling me is to eat people. <laughs> what you're saying is I should eat re- eat relaxed people. Yeah. Oh, people on vacation. Okay, on vacation. Okay. <laughs> If you're going to eat someone, make sure they're on vacation. <laughs> make sure they're, like, <laughs> at a spa. Oh, my. What if there's a spa killer and pe- it's just cannibals? Oh, no. And the spa is, like, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> they're, like, boiling and making soup out of them in the spa. Gross. <laughs> it's like the episode of Supernatural People with the, <laughs> the episode <laughs> of Supernatural with the fish taco or, like, the fish, like, uh, that, like, it's like the creature, I think, that like sucks the fat out of people. Yes. It's like yes, that. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> but not like that. <laughs> That's a great episode. I know. It's, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a pretty solid one. <laughs> Your fish taco? <laughs> She's like, no. No. <laughs> Um, oh, that's a good one. Wait, no, that's the one we got the spa, and, and, and Sam's like the yoga instructor. Yeah, yeah, 
That's right. That's right. And Dean has the hairnet on, and he's eating the pudding, and he passes out. He's like, "Sweet potatoes." <laughs> Do you think the molestation by his neighbor was the reason he killed people, or was it the fact that he might have been gay? I, he, I think he was super awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the very beginning, any sexual trauma at a young age is going to just emphasize that more. I think he was gay in a time where it was not okay to be gay. He didn't know how to express that. And he, not in addition to being gay, I think he was attracted to black men, which again, back in that time, wasn't really all that acceptable. Mm-hmm. So he just, his whole, everything he liked was not accepted by society. And he didn't know how to talk to people anyway. So he, uh, he did what he had to do to keep them, to try and keep them. It's like that one thing, or one of his victims, he like, brought him back to the hotel, didn't plan on killing him, but he woke up and he was dead because he, like, I think he beat him to death with his fist or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah he yeah he had some blackout moments, unfortunately. Yeah. People got hurt more than probably they needed to. Yeah. I think if he was, like, if it was more accepted at the time, he might have, like, not killed people. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If he wasn't so, if there wasn't so much shame mixed in with sexuality, it wouldn't. Shame and sex are two things that should never go together. Mm-hmm. Sex is a beautiful thing; it's a wonderful thing. And it, when shame is introduced, whether that's because what you're doing, society doesn't accept, or because there's trauma in your past that makes you feel that shame, that that is where darkness breeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like most of these cases are like. They were sexually assaulted, and then they started, like, killing yep. people. Because Eileen was, um, I think it said they were sexually abused by her grandma, or her, not her grandma. That'd be messed up. Even more messed up. Um, <laughs> by her grandpa? Yeah, and then her brother, they were, like, like had yep. sexual relations. So that, like, led into her whole thing of men, even though yep. she, she was probably a lesbian or bi or something like that. Yep. Most, not very rarely is this not true. Most serial killers have some sort of sexual trauma or abuse in their background. Yeah. When it happens at a young age, they, it, they, sexuality is very fragile. And if you, if it is broken at the right moment, it reprograms the way your brain processes the world. So if you, if there's a lot of shame and a lot of violence, at a young age, when and you're molested or raped, in your later years, sometimes you run into you know people who now I need BDSM, I need to be choked, I need to be slapped in order to get off. If I don't have these things, I, I can't enjoy sex because that's how sex is introduced to me. Whether I like it or not, or whether it was a good thing or not, that's how I, it was introduced to my brain. Mm-hmm. So that's just how they process it. So if it's violence at a young age, it'll be violence as an old as an adult. What do you do? You think they um, wouldn't have like committed murder or crimes if BDSM was more of a like a thing back then? Do you think most people would like just do that instead of actually like going and killing people? I don't know. I because BDSM has nothing to do with like violence. Yeah. In the sense of you know what I mean. These people, they were almost programmed because if you look at what society was doing when they were kids in addition to you know any sexual abuse or violence that they experienced at the hands of you know family or friends you know you have parents who are coming home from world war ii 
And, you know, so they're coming home with PTSD and shell shock and they're having, you know, they're getting violence in the home. And then at that same time, they had men's adventure magazines, which glorified rape. Later on, the FBI would kind of shoot down these magazines as being porn for sexual sadists. So you have these kids growing up on a steady diet of violence from the war, violence at home, violence in their entertainment, and they're being abused, whether that's physically or sexually. They don't, they just they're, don't they're know how to process it. Like, they just their brain is didn't develop the way that it should have. They, there's there's almost it's it's almost not it would be shocking for them to be normal. Mm-hmm. It's surprising there's not more violence. That's why most in the whole history of recorded serial killers, eighty two percent of serial killers happened in the uh, in the eighties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Eighty two percent of our entire history of serial killers happened like in the 70s and 80s. Where do you think Dahmer got his idea for the zombie, like sex toys? Like the human zombies? or? I think he got it from his dad. His dad was a scientist. His dad had all the chemicals. And I think he just would play around with them on roadkill and stuff. And he just knew that, you know, growing up in a house where there was some intelligence in the building... Uh, he knew that the brain did certain things and certain parts of the brain did very specific things. And he thought that if he could manipulate that part of the brain, he could control the body. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I never really thought about it that way. Um, His dad just sort of kind of taught him a little bit, maybe how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Or he probably, he probably stole the um, like chemicals from his dad or something. Cause he had that whole yeah, initially his dad was giving him the chemicals. Yeah. And then it got a little weird and his dad took him away, but initially his dad kind of encouraged it. Wow. Do you think his Not dad's, to say his dad's like guilty of anything <laughs> or like <laughs> caused anything, but you know, you got to get your information from somewhere. True. He's like, if I didn't have my dad, I wouldn't be killing people. <laughs> I wouldn't be eating people. If it wasn't for my dad, I would have a healthy <laughs> diet of just like animal meat veggies and not human meat (laughs) without my dad i would have been a vegetarian exactly i could have been vegan but we wouldn't know because of my dad (laughs) thanks dad (laughs) thanks a lot dad (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) uh the alternate world (laughs) right he's just like he's just like uh he's like an e-boy and he's like my dad (laughs) Got like purple hair, like Like, still has the glasses, but purple hair, wears all black, and he's just like, oh man, that's that that's a picture to paint. Now I can't stop thinking of Jeffrey Dahmer as an e boy, (laughs) (laughs) and like I'm going through like all of them. It's like we've got Ed Kemper as an e boy, and like. They're all like, oh, they're doing that weird thing where they like pet their face and like lick in their lips. Oh, no, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I, I encourage you to do that as a series on TikTok. My God. <laughs> just the, just, I've made myself uncomfortable now. <laughs> just like, just like two sec, like five second videos being like, imagine if Ed Kemper was an e boy. <laughs> and then like edit a photo of him, so, like some baggy. And with like piercings <laughs> and like, contact that weird like that weird like fanny pack that they wear on their chest yeah like just edit photo like 
photoshopped like a bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's that's comedy right there. You're welcome to. <laughs> my... Yeah, no, that's that's definitely my comedy. That's gonna make me giggle all night. <laughs> You're welcome to share that wherever you please. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, okay, back to Dahmer, the re- the regular Dahmer. Um, regular Dahmer. Not the evil way. <laughs> not to be confused. <laughs> not to be confused. <laughs> Do you think that Dahmer uh, knew what he was getting himself into by going into jail, and that's why he... Like, no. I, I think he was so in the moment of what was going on. I don't think he thought of what happened before. I don't think what he thought was going to happen afterwards. I think he was just doing what felt good in to that him. moment. Yep. Um, do you think that's why he uh, denied uh, protected custody? Because he knew, like, what was going to happen to him was, like, going to happen to him no matter what? I I think he probably... he There was a lot of self-hate that he had. He He didn't love himself at all. And I think that he afterwards when being faced with what he'd done, I think there was a lot of guilt too. Mm -hmm. I kind of think that he denied it in hopes that something would happen to him. Kind of a passive aggressive suicide attempt, maybe. Mm. But he didn't want to like kill himself. He's just like, Hmm, I'm just going to wait until somebody does it. (laughs) Yep. I'm just going to, just going to live with whatever happens. He's like, Oh, my day will come eventually. (laughs) And it did. It definitely did. Yeah, with what, a sink over his head or something? Or... Uh, no, I can't remember his name, but another inmate bashed his head in with a, with a weight from the Oh, gym. wait. I always, for some reason, I forget what he, got. he had his, yeah. Yeah, I, his head bashed in. Yeah. Quite the way to go. Because the other inmate who killed him was cleaning the gym at the time, wasn't he? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, that's a heavy nope. situation. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give a huge thank you to Becca, or better known as black.cherry.heart from YouTube and TikTok. Thank you for allowing me to interview you, and she inspired me to do a serial killer podcast. You can check her out on TikTok and YouTube at black.cherry.heart. Dahmer's last meal was a hard-boiled egg and a little cereal and coffee. Who eats hard-boiled eggs? You know who eats hard-boiled eggs? Serial killers. Since Dahmer was killed with a weight, he uttered these last words as his life was escaping his body. I don't care if I live or die. Go ahead, kill me. Jeffrey Dahmer was born on May 21st, 1960, which makes him a Gemini. Speaking of zodiac signs of serial killers, there is a podcast that is written in the stars called The Astrology Academy. In The Astrology Academy, Isabella will learn more about astrology, how it works, and how people benefit from it. Go into the stars with Isabella and The Astrology Academy. Check out The Astrology Academy podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for this episode of Dory's Dark Corner. Don't forget to join us next time for another episode. Thank you for listening, and you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, 